Hello. So, this episode, you're going to hear an interview I did with a doctor I met while I was in Ecuador. He lives in Ecuador. He does an excellent job volunteering for Blanca's House, the organization that I volunteered with when I was in Ecuador. And we just really enjoyed talking about this one show that we both enjoy, The Owl House on Disney. And we decided to have him on to talk about The Owl House in this episode. So we hope you enjoy. He has so many interesting things to say. He has a really neat perspective on the show and really made me think about how magic works, what these characters are feeling, what they're going through. So yeah, I hope you enjoy. What is your name? <laughs> <laughs> My name's Johnny. I'm Johnny Moreno. Okay. Um, also, just fun fact that so I met Johnny in Ecuador. He's a doctor. Um, yes. And we just found out we like the same TV show, so that's why he's on. And we'll talk about the crazy. TV show. It was <laughs> crazy. We so actually <laughs> Peter Peter came to my to my home city, Guayaquil, in Ecuador to help do some uh, GI surgery, general surgery procedures as, um, as a charity for people with lesser means. So it, was, it speaks volumes of him to just get out of his way to come here and do that, like in helping in any way possible. And through that process, um, I was a translator there. And yeah, we just, you know, we had like small talk and one, and I don't know how it came, we, it came about, but we spoke about the Owl House and it was just, yeah, we were connecting and what, you like this show? Yes. <laughs> and yeah. long story short, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. In between conversations, like Johnny, you know, he taught me a lot about like, you know, gallbladders and stuff. So I know that they can form because of hormones now. Um, so explain the difference yeah yeah. um so yeah just I mean I talked about Blanca's house in a in a previous episode actually but just if if you haven't checked it out like definitely check out Blanca's house um if you want to donate you know money or your time like they're they're an amazing organization um and you know you're helping you're helping doctors like Johnny like do their job and help people in ecuador get you know important surgeries so yeah check that out but but we're gonna talk about (laughs) not not medicine um talking about some so the owl house the tv show but before we get there so we have a few more questions for you um so your favorite what is your favorite book my favorite book is the time traveler's wife by Audrey, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. So it's Nef- 
Neffringer, Audrey N. We'll leave it like that. But it's a New York bestseller, Times bestseller, the, the Time Traveler's Wife. It actually became a movie star, starring Eric Bana and Rachel McAdams. And it's a really cool book. Um, do you want me to go about what it, what's about? I mean, up to you. <laughs> if, however, okay. however much you want to tell about it. And why, so, why you like it, I guess. So every, every, from time to time, every book, it's, it sort of goes on about the main character, right? And how, what he does, what he perceives, what he feels. But during this book, for this book, we perceive the story not through the character which has which is most incredible, most impact. No, it's actually through the eyes of his wife and how she came to meet this incredible person who can travel time and how she feels about what, what, what she has experienced by meeting this person. So instead, it's interesting in the way that instead of being a first-person narrative, on him it's actually her so it's it's just it speaks about uh solitude uh love uh hope yeah i i like it that's awesome i've never i've never read it but i've definitely heard about it um but next question do you have a favorite uh favorite author my favorite author that's no, I wanted, I can't say I have a favorite author, but I have read um, a lot of books from, well, two books from the same author, Brett Easton Ellis. Okay, I don't he know. He did. That. Okay, I'll, I'll, Brett Easton Ellis, American Psycho and the Rules of Attraction. So I read these two books from PDF version in the internet because those books are very uh, gringo. So they're not available on the Ecuadorian uh, libraries. <laughs> yes. But uh, it's the, the rules of attraction, how, how, it, how they write the writing process, it kind of like, it's kind of like if it, hyperactive teenager just takes a notepad and goes goes on about his day so it's it's not very organized it's just thoughts put on a book and i like it <laughs> i think my mind goes fast and i could just keep up with it yeah no that sounds great so now this is kind of open-ended for you do you have like a fun fact that you want to share about yourself a fun fact. Um, well, I know how to sign. I learned how to sign in the states, in your state, in New York. Oh, like sign sign language? Yeah, American sign language. We oh, didn't, cool. We didn't speak about that. Yes. So yeah, I had no idea. So yes, I'm actually have minus thirty five uh, decibels loss of hearing in my left ear so when I was younger 
it was much worse. I had like a moderate loss of hear hearing loss in my left ear. So when I was, I was brought to a healthcare system in the States, I had an appendectomy. By the time I got there, it was infected. It, it evolved into peritonitis. It was a big ordeal. I stayed in a hospital bed for around 30 days. I was hospitalized for like a month. So they put me in a room next to, I'm talking about Jacoby Medical Center in Bronx. And okay. this hospital is so nice. It's so cool. Um, it grouped me with a person that had, was hard of hearing because I was hard of hearing at that time. And, but this person's case was much worse, not just one ear, but both. And he knew sign language. Of course I didn't. And he kind of like uh, went on about it, the signs. And I'm like, what is this? Okay, let's do it. I love languages from a very young age. That's why um, I've, I've also translated. I worked as a translator here in Ecuador. Um, and yeah, I learned how to sign at age 13. The tutors, the tutors, the, the persons at the hospital, at the hospital, it gave English, basic English literature, sciences, or math to the kids that were hospitalized for a lot of time, you know, to, to not lose track of what's going on in school. So I asked the, my tutor, the tutor that was assigned to me, for them to teach me sign language in order to speak with my roommate. And yeah, just learn. And it's been, it's, yeah, that's, that's fun. So you're not seeing me, but I'm right now, I'm signing my name. That's so cool. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah, I had no idea. Do you speak any other languages? Uh, I speak fluent English. Sometimes I get a little, I mumble a little because, you know, it's not my first language. Um, I, I had French lessons and Portuguese lessons when I was in school, but I had to drop them because medical school takes a toll out of your time <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure i mean your your english is already like amazing and just sign language is impressive Thank i only you. know like a little bit because of a different show the dragon prince i haven't I heard of it this the one of the characters are hard of hearing yeah one of the characters is deaf and like she communicates through sign language so i mean she has like another character who like she's a general um, General Amaya and she has like a captain who will interpret for her but she's doing the sign language and from oh. what I understand it's like it's a it's actual sign language it's not just like the animators like moving her arms like they actually moved it in the proper way nice. um, so like I know like I think the this dragon, is like what's the dragon wrong prince the dragon prince the dragon. yeah I'm writing it down <laughs> yeah so i only know like a little bit of sign language from there so like i think like this is what's wrong um <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah no that's super cool okay so we have two more questions why do you like stories like what what do books tv shows movies like what does it mean to you the the act of like storytelling so I think that 
just as just as a, a song invokes a certain memory or feeling in a person, I I think that goes the same way with a with a book, with a TV show, and or with a movie. So it makes you feel something. It makes it reflects. It uh, causes a causes you to, to get emotional. Um, project yourself with, hey, I think I felt this way before. I've had a similar conversation with someone. Um, and it it's just, yeah, it's just life. But you as an expectator, and not even that, because it sometimes it involves you so much that you feel part of it. So I guess that's why I like books. Yeah, no, I think that's a great answer. Sorry. And then, okay, so the last question, this is just another fun one. Um, because our podcast is called Determination, Deliberation, and Dragons, we want to know what your favorite <laughs> dragon is. My favorite dragon. Well, <laughs> if I had a favorite dragon, <laughs> I've never thought about it before. But I guess my, my favorite type of dragon would be those long dragons with, like, small feet. Just kind of, mm. like really long serpent like dragon okay huge um wings kind of like go go um dragon ball z's dragon oh i never watched that okay um kind of <laughs> like dragonair from pokemon dragonair before dragonite oh like dragonite the, the blue one yeah the blue one so it's okay. Dratini, Dr- Dragonair, and Dra- Dragonite. So, mm-hmm. um, so my favorite dragon-ish, like the feature, would be like a long, ele- like a long dragon, like elegant kind of dragon. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's elegant, exactly. Okay, that is a wonderful answer. <laughs> um, because I so- guess the other dragons will be maybe too ferocious or too like. No, I would go for something like that, exactly. Like, more tamed and, like, respectful. Like, wow, there's the presence. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Okay, so those are our questions. So now we're going to move on to Owl House-related things. So, yeah, again, like, we just really connected over this one show that we both watched. Um, So... I think, you know, I was going to ask how, I mean, how did you like first get into Owl House? I'm kind of curious too, like, is it a relatively popular show in Ecuador or? Not at all. No? Not at all. No, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe I was, I really liked show, um, animated shows when I was younger, like, I mean, I could sit down. I could probably just sit down and watch SpongeBob if if, there, if it was on the TV right now in front of me. It was too funny, too hilarious. <laughs> Good show. Yes, but um, so YouTube. Remember, I told you that I, I saw Owl House through YouTube. Okay. Yeah, I think that I was probably watching. Um, I was looking up information on about witches. As one does, yes. 
<laughs> maybe it's maybe it's not a common thing, but yeah, I guess you have this one guy in Ecuador that would um, search on YouTube witches and <laughs> the Salem trials, why it happened. Yeah, just mm. I don't know. And then through that, since I I watch uh, animated shows on YouTube as well, like short clips, kind of like Pokemon or Digimon, so forth. Maybe it was like, hey, you might like suggested from YouTube. And it was a good suggestion. <laughs> so I just clicked and then I clicked with the show. I just gave it, a, gave it a shot and began seeing it. And well, at first, I didn't know that it was going to grab my attention the way it did. It was just very like a fresh air share like very young naive sort of situation i like it. yeah i mean my life as a doctor you you know it could be very monotonous monot- monotonous it, did i say it correctly monotonous yeah monotonous and grayish adult life <laughs> and you know there's emotion and love to into it but there's no creativity um artsy situation going on So that gave me what that that I also like the show, and it involved witches. <laughs> involved witches, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't comment too much on like the life of a doctor because I only know like that that one week. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess my question. So you already kind of talked about just like your initial impression of it. So you said like it didn't. Like it grabbed your attention in a different way the longer it went on. Yeah. Okay. In like what way? So remember I told you that sometimes when we watch a movie, when we read a book, it's like, hey, I remember feeling this. I remember feeling something. Uh, you know, it brings it brings back memories. It like heightens your emotional state. So I sometimes feel like one of the doctor's um, almost easy, weapons is detachment from, because if everyone's emotionally attached to every one of their patients, God, I mean, so yeah. when you read a book, it's like you're in sync with your, your emotional side again. And yeah, it, it just, the show, um, was very warm feeling so like it's a place to feel those attachments that you're like trying to avoid as a doctor yes sort of speak yeah that's yeah no that's super interesting i mean that was a whole big i remember like the the last day i think i was talking with like you and rosa um and the yeah, other and translator whose name i can't remember impact you yes yeah and you guys were all just talking about you know feeling feeling detached like trying to like not get too emotionally like invested in anyone um and it is you know that's just super like unrelatable (laughs) as someone who's not a doctor (laughs) um so no that's incredible i i can't really imagine like going from that place of detachment and like going to to this show I mean, are there anything, like, so I guess I'm curious, like, what, 
what is it about the show that you found yourself getting attached to? Like, was it the characters? Was it the story? I believe it was the way, um, the way the characters were not. So I sort of have to give a background on my experience as a person. So I, I lived, I lived until when I was five years old in Ecuador. And then I moved to the States when I was five. Yeah. And when I moved and I began learning English and stuff, I was very, I was sort of bullied for my Latin accent. Perhaps it was more Sofia Vergara-ish at that time. <laughs> so it was very strong male accent. I was learning English. And when, and I, when I, and as I grew up, um, growing up in the suburbs in New York, in um, Rockland County, when, where I think there's like a hundred white guys next to me. um i felt different and when i so that was me growing up and when i moved back to and then the last year kind of like the last two years when i moved from rockland county to bronx it was a complete different setting i mean you go from the suburbs to this to the city i felt like one setting i was I felt like an outcast and then the other. And then when I moved back to Ecuador, I came back. I had to have a tutor teach me Spanish for three months before I get, I got to school because I couldn't get a sentence, a full sentence in Spanish. And I was about to go to school. So I had to learn Spanish and quick. And How long were I you in the U.S. for? Eight years. Oh, okay. That's, well, yeah. Nine. So I didn't realize you were there that long. I was 14. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's a considerable amount of time. So when I went back to Ecuador, I came back to Ecuador, I still felt like an outcast because everybody thought differently than me. Everyone heard different types of music, different different games, different ways of speaking, ways of um, going about things. Um you know, and I still felt like a stranger. So why do I give this background? Because the show, they put this character that's from the human world into the magic world. And she's just a, a complete stranger and different than any everybody else. And she's marginalized. She's uh, being pointed at. And so maybe that sort of brought me back to channeling my <laughs> emotions from 10 years back. Yeah, there's like things trying to eat her. <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> a little bit different from your experience. Yes. Yeah, no, there's definitely just, you know, her, her being an outsider. And even before she goes to the witch realm too, like even exactly. she, she grows up in Connecticut and like, she's weird and doesn't have any friends and the mom even jokes about it like oh do you have any friends who aren't like reptiles <laughs> um yes. so no i can see how that would be like really connecting relatable yeah, yeah. i mean i'm curious too like cuz i think it's a big deal in this disney show that the character like she's a latina um, yeah that's and i know like you know for me one of my favorite 
books that I've read recently, it was like this Armenian kid. Um, there's not a lot of like stories about Greek people, but like the Armenia, Armenia is like super similar in a lot of ways. And like, I just related to the character. Like, I think that we were supposed to like relate to the character in a lot of different ways. And I really focused on like the Armenian side of things. So I maybe like missed the point of the book a little bit, but I'm just curious, like, I mean, did, did that, you know, Luce being a Latina, like how, is that something that like was important to you? I don't so, know how it would be different because I'm also thinking like from a UF perspective where it's like, there's so little representation yeah. in like just media in general. And That's like, a big we, word, representation. Yeah. And we come from just such like a, you know, a Eurocentric type of thing. So I'm really curious. I've never spoken with someone outside of the U.S. about representation and if it's like as important or you know something that oh. is talked about at all yeah that's a good point you're, br- you're bringing up well at first it was funny because the voice the voice is funny to me the Spanish she speaks it's funny it's kind of like when Dora shifts to, Sp- shifts to English or shifts to Spanish it's funny um but it's it's a good type of funny. Like, it's nice for shows to include Spanish-speaking characters, and it's even funny now that I think of it. Connecticut, it's it's a very white state. <laughs> it's 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 not. There's not a lot of um, diversity there. So having someone, a Latin person from a coming from a white population, like it's funny. It's 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 nice. So yes, I think I think representation matters um, to show to show up a different face to show a, how a person how their like um, their culture might influ, influ, influence how they behave because if I bring if I bring an Ecuadorian fifteen year old and a New Yorker fifteen year old they would act and behave differently. I I get I obviously think that yeah I mean did it impact like how you know your enjoyment of the show like you personally no I I guess I never considered myself I guess maybe if I was your typical Ecuadorian guy maybe it would be different kind of impact but I lived in the states so it's I kind of like I feel like my identity, my culture is mixed because I definitely know that I think differently and behave differently than a lot of my um, contemporary people, you know, people my age. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, for me, it's, I think it's cool, but it, no, it didn't change my enjoyment of the show. Okay. Well, that's just really interesting. Okay. Those are like, the the main questions I had but I like I guess just generally are there any other characters or things that you like in the show like yes um (laughs) yes so I was very compelled with the whole uh frenemy situation between the siblings Aida and Lilith oh okay I, I I that was very complex to me. Like if my sister would do that to me, like I would cut her out of my life. 
don't know. I don't see that even happening. I mean, I'm, I have one sibling. It's, she's my sister. And we always talk about how, um, you know, in, in the Latin setting, everyone is just so close to each other. People are very uh, expressive, uh, touchy, and affectionate, I guess. And and I wouldn't, yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have a very uh, bad bad relationship. So when I when the sh when when the situation that Lilith was jealous of Ida and her strength, that was like what this this that show that from then on that show was dark. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. It got super dark. I would hope like you never end up in a situation where like your sibling is like fighting you at the, the emperor's palace or. Yeah. yeah, but no, it's definitely like, I think seeing siblings was super fun, especially when you have siblings. Um, and I just like, because I don't know if like you and your sister, but like me and my brothers, we definitely, I mean, we love each other, but like we have, you know, fights and squabbles all the time um <laughs> so there is just like this wonderful like antagonistic <laughs> like but but good antagonistic like relationship with siblings at least like, like in the, my experience just the petting, like small pettiness i understand but yeah <laughs> to go about to be completely evil and lay a curse on someone yeah it's like I yeah don't know, that's, that's a bit much compared to our our situation it would be like if i made her fail a test why would i do mm. that Yeah. What do I gain from that? Nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. That's yeah. that was something very interesting from the show for me. Like that was like, what? Why? Yeah, for sure. I mean, what some I'm curious because you said you were like researching witches and things. Um, <laughs> and that got you into the show. Like, do you I mean what is what is your relationship with like witches and stuff? Do you do you just like magic and stuff? Like, so <laughs> <laughs> I guess I mean I lived in an ecological reserve and I've always been I always felt like I've been I, I'm connected to nature and I don't know I've always seen this quote that says some people feel the rain and others just get wet I feel that I feel the rain I've always felt it I feel the sun. I I enjoy being in a hammock and just enjoying the wind and being peace. I guess that comes with a slow slow life setting, like the the whole mm. peace and everything. And that allows me to believe in energy. And I think that people, some people, can channel this energy. I think, and then that's when my mind goes goes crazy and there's people that and channel this energy can do magic stuff like on the show that'll be just really fun yeah i mean that's an interesting thing to just like tie you know the magic in the show and like other magics and stuff into like this idea of energy i think yeah. that's really that's really interesting I don't know. I, now I'm just thinking if I feel the rain or not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It made you think if you get wet or you just or you feel the rain. <laughs> I yeah. I don't know. I don't know which one I would be. So next have time you, it rains. 
I'm, I know that you're familiar with the with Gene Kelly and Singing in the Rain. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my family is kind of like, well, you see me, you met me, and you see me right now in the video in the Zoom meeting. Like I'm always, um, ¿cómo se dice? Eh, energetic and eh, like nice. So I don't know. There's <laughs> another. There's another word for it. Uh, Well, I don't remember this word. I feel that I'm sort of like this Gene Kelly character. Like I, I enjoy, I, I get up and dance just like my mom. Like she was doing exercise and then she just started dancing by herself, like in the middle of the, the house. Like, I don't think some people are built like this and some people are not. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And it's fine. You know, everyone does, does them, but I feel like you can appreciate little things and you can live better. Like the rain, like the sun, like the wind, <laughs> like the grass in your feet, not just the hard soles of the shoes. Mm. <laughs> Am I getting too philosophical here? No, I'm <laughs> just <stop>. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's really, I think that's really interesting. I'm like, I'm also just super curious too, like, because the way magic is presented in the show, they're like, oh, it's just like, the, it's like biological, like it's it's a sack like on the heart. Um, yeah, like from their bile duct. Yeah. Their, their bile, they're actually like made from their liver and it stores in their gallbladder. Yeah. Something like that. That's what I like, what? I mean, that that is like a medical thing. That's a whole different story. But like, yeah, I yeah. think... I think it's interesting the way that you describe like energy and like how that like makes you interested in magic. And that's like very different, I think, from what they tell us, like with this bile sack, like they kind of move away from like, oh, it's this energy and like connection and stuff more just like this biological thing. But then, but that's not how Luce does magic. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So like Luce, I mean, Luce is with paper, which is like not, So, like, where's the energy coming from that? So, like, maybe... From, from the earth. Kind of like where I, was, where I was going. I mean, yeah, because from her, with her, there's this idea. I don't know if it's, like, stated, like, super specifically in the show. But, like, the idea that magic is, like, a gift from the Titan. And, like, the Titan is where they, they build their cities and stuff. Like, that is the, the land. The land makes um, it, the land is miraculous, filled with energy and magic. Yeah. No, so that's just super interesting. And now I'm wondering, like, oh, yeah, it's, also make, <laughs> it's also making me think, though, because, like, Luce does go back to Earth, like, very briefly. And, like, the magic doesn't, doesn't work. So, like, I'm curious now, like, I mean, I don't know. So at this point when we're filming, like only half of season two has come out in the U.S. at least, <laughs> as far as I know. Um, episode 11 is coming out this weekend. Um, no, not this week, next weekend. Um, so I'm very excited for it. But I'm curious if we'll see like any sort of magic like being used back on Earth, like if Luce makes it back to Earth. Um, you know, for more than like a few minutes, like she did in season one. 
I'm curious like what what that magic will look like and if it's like a continuation of what Luce has been practicing like in the demon realm um, and if she keeps that like connection or like listens to the earth and like finds it like you know yet another way to do magic I don't know I'm super <laughs> curious now your your description of this is like opened up a few interesting possibilities I think <laughs> yes I so I always when I remember when I was talking about this um right right now I can connect what I what I you know my experience of, of what I believe magic can also be like uh you perceiving the gifts from earth and then how you well it the gifts from earth is also like ourselves you know that's why I studied medicine oh okay and and <laughs> and well loose there's a i remember she at one point when she was trying to learn expand her spells she was with a thing to see the small things how do you call this oh the like microscope lens. or like she had a magnifying lens or something yes a magnifying lens and she used it on a flower and the flower it had like a, the glyphs the symbols mm -hmm. so she was like oh i see this now and then she kind of like she channels kind of like what i was saying like she channels the energy of what the earth is giving you and she produces magic yeah and i'm curious too like because you know we're told like oh it's the glyphs but i'm curious like how much of it is like her and like her creativity because at the end of the day like you know she she'll make like the same plant glyph but it will produce like different types of plants depending on like what she needs it to do so like how much of it is also like her own sense of creativity so like drawing the same thing but having like a different outcome yes with the same thing it's her it's her molding the whole effect so i i don't know i don't know if if the other uh wait yeah i think that they can't see the glyphs like loose does so I don't think, that could be yeah like when they're when they're drawing the glyphs like in the air and like doing magic I don't think they see it but definitely like because in season two she's teaching Ida and um and Lilith but they but they they are being thought, taught the symbols mm -hmm. because they can see the symbols for themselves so I think that oh. maybe I think that maybe in that way we can compare ourselves like us peter and johnny can compare ourselves that we cannot see the glyphs and the symbols in our earth but they exist and i think that in the same way maybe maybe there's someone out there i i have hopes that can see through <laughs> they can see through like have a third eye or something like they can see these gifts and channel it to i don't know something greater i don't know i don't know it's just me <laughs> well i mean that's really yeah because i hadn't even considered that they couldn't see them for themselves yeah. like in nature like what does that mean yeah since since you and i can't see them theoretically like who yeah. can i don't know i'm trying to think of other 
I mean, okay, so like my favorite character is Amity. And like Amity I just me. want hmm? Mine's too. Okay, good. She has, <laughs> wanted... has more character development. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> wanted to ask like what um your opinion about Amity. <laughs> I think it's cool. She well, she's kind of like you, like she went through a whole different color hair color face, hair color faces. <laughs> Because oh, I, I remember when I hair... met you, I remember yeah. when I met you, you had your hair purplish a little. It was purple. It was kind of fading, yeah. And now, and now you have you a green. Yeah, I mean, it's not very clear because, you know, in Zoom, but like it's, I dyed it green because of Amity. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of like the same color. So, yes, I think that, I don't know exactly what does the hair color mean exactly, but the fact that she's just, changing appearance goes hand in hand with how she's evolving as a person. Yeah. I mean, she's changed so much. I'm, I'm writing another podcast episode. Um, so when we're not having fun conversations like this, I, I write some essays that mm-hmm. I've been putting on the podcast and I'm writing just like an appreciation of, of Amity and like why I like her as a character. And it's just crazy to think in the first episode she was in, she almost like dissected Luz. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, that wouldn't have been good. She was almost <laughs> responsible for murder. So. Yes. <laughs> and like then, you know, then they're friends and then girlfriends. So like there's, you know, a huge, huge shift, which is kind of just crazy. She wasn't in touch with herself. I remember that when I was seeing the show, I was like, I never thought that she was going to be like so important in the show, Amity. And when her her brothers her brothers spoke a little about her, and they said that, well, I don't know who said it, but she said that she's changed so much since she's met Luz, and that, well she her sibling said yeah you've changed but you've also you're also more happy you were also you were very angry and not happy before so it's not you've not changed for bad you're kind of like enjoying yourself now so i guess i guess that kind of like you're more in tune with yourself i think that's cool yeah, no, for sure. And just like, I mean, seeing more people happy is is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's she's amazing. I also just like I I can't help connect her to um Katara from the Avatar: The Last Airbender because it's the oh, same God. voice act actor. Really? I yeah. didn't know. They even did um in the episode where they go to Eclipse Lake to find the Titan's blood some of her magic that she does, she puts it in like in a pouch on her side, just like Katara used to put the water. Yes. Okay. Yes. And she kind of like uses, goes like uses it as a shield. Yeah. She does a lot of like water bending style. Yeah. Which I thought was just like a fun connection. And I I love like, she's doing like a little bit of a different voice. Um, And I think the actress. Hmm. I couldn't tell. I just learned now. It's the same person. Like, I think her name's Mae Whitman. 
Um, so definitely, I mean, you know, Avatar The Last Airbender was like years ago. I think it was like 18 years ago at this point. Wow. <laughs> Don't. You make me feel ancient. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so, so like her voice has changed over the years, but and she's just gotten like so much better as an actress too. But I just, I, I love that it's the same person. So like part of, part of me can't help but just like <laughs> see her and think about Katara, which is just super fun. I think that also Amity is the, so her hair color is something cool. Um, and how, yeah, I mentioned already how she was very kind of like grim person. And like someone that's because not happy with herself, she kind of like lashes out on people. One of them was loose. That's why the whole dissection thing occurred. <laughs> and then she, and then she, yeah, kind of like she feels better with herself now. That's why she doesn't, isn't angry with, at people because she's at peace with her, sort of. I think I like that. Yeah, those are the two main things that I like about her. Oh, and the fact that she was bold enough to make the first move on Luz, like the first physical move, like she kissed her on the cheek. Mm. And even the, I think her brother even like points that out. And he was like, oh, like bold move. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think that's that's one of um so me and my co-host Izzy, I think one of our favorite things is just seeing the relationship with uh Amity and Luce and like we're just really enjoying it. <laughs> so, yes. She's great. I even made a cosplay of Amity. <laughs> like I made a costume. Really? Yeah. It's, her clothes it's... and the green hair. Yeah, I have like the school uniform. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of rough. I'm not I'm not good at making them, but it was fun. <laughs> um, for people to go like, Amity. From the album. Yeah. The problem is I don't look a lot like Amity. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the people that are hearing, Peter is like, he's, I'm tall here in Ecuador, but Peter is like six foot two. <laughs> no, I'm not even yeah. six feet. No, you're taller than me. And I was, and I was six feet, five, nine-ish. I, no, because I'm I'm five eleven and a half. Yeah, it's so like looking giant to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we also in Ecuador, like I had the hair cap, which was like making me taller. Okay, <laughs> like I don't know, but yeah, I think the one last thing I wanted to ask you was like, what do you want to see in like future episodes of the Owl House? Like, what are you excited about? What am I excited about? I would like to see, first of all, to be honest, more loose and amity. For them to have more, <laughs> more things that would prove their fondness of each other. Because I liked how, I don't remember exactly what went on in this episode, but I remember the feeling i remember that i don't know what 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 was happening i don't remember exactly but so Luz and amity were in like a tunnel and they were like in a love situation 
the and, tunnel of love yeah in the, yeah. In the hoodie episode <laughs> yes and loose you know amity like you could feel through her small gestures animated gestures that she was feeling really upset and really why are you doing this like why she was like she was screaming why why would you do this loose and yeah. loose was just trying to but not in but I mean, what, why, like what was your reaction crush. to? Yeah, she was she was reacting to Luz trying to cover up her, trying to ask her out, and Amity was upset that she wouldn't just go on and do it, but just kind of like circle the situation too much. Like she was witnessing firsthand her inner turmoil, Luz's inner turmoil of what she feels for Amity. Is it real or not? Is it worth the while? Is it worth the agitation? I don't know. And it feel I felt that Amity got like saw it saw it in a huge 3D movie in front of her mm-hmm. eyes. Like it was it was a see-through, like it was an open book situation. Mm-hmm. And she just felt like, damn, I'm so sure of what I feel. And you're obviously not clear of what you want and that makes me feel bad but well I guess that's just life it sucks you know we all can't get everything that we want and I felt like that was see those kind of situations those those situations can translate to real life in a lot of stuff so I would like to see more of those situations where one person um, has to step up and and show that they like each other stuff like this i guess i i want to see that again like an episode that's very interesting that way yeah i mean i will i will happily take more loose and amity episodes yeah (laughs) they're the best so and Ida fighting so like strong like in the episodes where they were in like in the kings the the castle the palace oh okay that was a really cool showdown of magic that was really cool yeah i would like to see more magic more dueling more fights okay <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> more magic is always good <laughs> okay but that's that's gonna be it for this thank you everyone for listening you know again like johnny's a amazing doctor from from Gaia Quill look into Blanca's house if you haven't done so already they're just superb in every way yeah and like thank you Johnny for joining us on this episode and for talking talking with me about the owl house gracias it it was a pleasure for me to speak my mind and for having you actually want to hear me and making it audience wise too it's fun It was my pleasure. Thank you. It's nice seeing you again through the video call. (laughs) You too.